Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. Freedom is a feeling, and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. Jim the Keys bartender uh, coming to you from Key Largo. I'm here with Papa Joe. Hi, Papa Joe. Are you there? Hey, how are you doing? You're breaking up a little. I am here. We have a oh, delay. There we go. Well, it, it could be the weather. We're having a rainy day here. We even have a horrible internet, horrible internet connection. I don't know if it's your... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. My phone says full signal, but you know, these days I don't mean no much. Okay. Well, um, it just seems every time I'm, I'm ready to do a podcast, I got to clear my throat. And I know that's annoying. I apologize. But I don't do a lot of editing because I don't want to edit for content. And I, I, my fear is if I started, well, I guess if I learned how to edit, I could probably make it a higher quality uh, show. Ah, who, who needs editing? Yeah. Well, this past Monday, where we've been, today's Tuesday, um, I think we mentioned that the, the the governor allowed through pressure. There was a lot of pressure. This guy does fold under pressure a little here, uh, which I don't know if it really matters if he started opening up restaurants, why it's a big deal for uh, barbershops and uh, hair salons to open up because food is as intimate an exchange as possible. But I have, since the day they've opened, I ventured out to look for a haircut. Um, I don't know about you. But, uh, and it sounds like selfish, you know, selfish affair. You know, the day of them opening the the salons, I started looking around and they're, you know, one of them, the one place I normally go is not even open. So have you checked or do you get does Damon cut your hair? There, there is a salon. I won't mention the name. Uh, they're open. It happens to be right near uh, a place that I uh, I get coffee from, mm-hmm. and that place has some pretty rigorous rules. You know, you, you walk in, you're monitored to make sure you keep your your place. You walk out another door, and there's a pickup. They don't want you just standing around waiting for your stuff. So you have to walk outside to a pickup location. So in the mean, in the meantime, you mean a coffee shop. There's a hair salon there. Oh, I do yeah. mean a coffee shop. Yeah. Oh, the, the... And, uh, and, uh, the hair salon is doing something similar. You have to make an appointment. Uh, they keep the door locked 
So while there's a client in the chair, uh, no one can just walk in. And if you're, you know, early or even if you're on time and they're not done with the client, they'll open the door and say, you know, give us 10 minutes. When the person walks out, you can walk in. So they limit. There's no people waiting around and uh, everyone's wearing a mask. I mean, if, if it's a big enough salon and you're six feet apart, why can't two people sit in a salon? They're six feet well, it just apart. so happens this place is a little crowded. So yeah. I, I think that's how they chose to run it. Oh, okay. uh, otherwise, I agree with you. If it's a very big salon and you can sit six feet from the next person, it's no different than being in a grocery store. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been getting my hair cut at a, a barber shop. And I I go between that down here. Your beggars can't be choosers. They got oh, salons where they cut your hair. You can make an appointment. You don't have to wait. And you, normally you, you don't wait any more than fifteen minutes. You go to a barber shop. You can end up sitting there forty five minutes to an hour. Well, right now that's um, all the barber shops I've gone to. It's by appointment only now. So if you're used to going to a barber shop, but there's one place I went. It's funny because I call. It says call or text, and it doesn't post the number. <laughs> right? So we go and look up. I go and look up their number, which, you know, you have a smartphone. You know where you are. You look it up. Okay, how hard is that? I can imagine some of these older guys that, you know, they're going, what, how do I, you know, what, what number do I know to call? Because... They don't do this search. You know, I mean, there's very few of those people left over, but there's got to be some of them. So I find the number. I call the number. It's a message. I leave a message yesterday. I mean, two days ago and then yesterday, but I never get a call back. They never pick up, never call back. And then it says, leave a text. Well, I tried doing a text and I sent a text and it says, this number does not receive text. So it's a landline. Great. Yeah, yeah. So that was funny. So, and then the other one I used to go to, uh, they moved and they called. And I figure, well, he kept the same number. And it turns out he didn't keep the same number. There's no reason anymore. You know, it wasn't, uh, well, unless it wasn't his cell phone, uh, you know, to transport the number to his cell phone number so he can get all the business. But the guy didn't the number so now you don't have a way of reaching them <laughs> so and he opened up a new place a smaller place and let me see there was a couple places I called two pla- other places uh, they never called back and there was one place I normally go to and it's near the lover's boutique right and I called it because it wasn't open I was calling to see if they were going to be opening this weekend or next week and see if I can make an appointment and I call up and the lady answered the phone and she said no they're not open I said when are you open and she goes next weekend I said okay she was she has a Latin accent you know a Mexican I think she's Mexican or Cuban and she goes I go um, well what do you mean Monday or next weekend that's a weird time to be opening you know Friday, Saturday and Sunday right right for the first time and I didn't quite get it and she goes well I had an accident and I go like this and I'm like okay well, uh, 
I, I didn't want to bug her. And I go, okay. She goes, you understand? And I'm like, no, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, I didn't know if she meant next week or something like that. And she had an accident, so I didn't want to be busting her balls about it. So I just said, you know, maybe I'll just go and, you know, check. But the, the funny thing is some of these protesters were protesting that. And I was thinking about the dynamics of how that's happening. Um, they shut down everything, what, March 20th? Right? Yeah. Everything was shut down. Okay. Um, around that weekend, March 20th, the, the weekend after St. Patrick's Day. And so today it, it's... Um, it was March the 10th or the 11th, right? The 11th, the Monday, that everything, no, May 11th. So that's approximately, that's more than a month and a half. So right. there's, everyone is off cycle, meaning everyone needed a haircut. Everyone, even women. Six, you know, six weeks they go to the salon and stuff like that. Yeah, easy. You know, some women go every week. So they're way off. So the salons are screwed. You can't, if you're a guy and you get your hair cut in the salon, forget about it. But a barbershop, all these other guys, all these guys, you know, there's guys that screwed up. You know, the, we, um, did I tell you I did a little, you were there, the research I did on Google, some of the biggest search items was how to cut your own hair. Right, exactly. So there's a lot of people that cut their own hair, and they're probably not ready for it because they probably used the. Some of them went too short, I'm sure. So they're not going in. But all these other people that fucked up their hair or haven't had a haircut, they're all cramming in six weeks worth of haircuts, right? Six weeks. I would imagine so. You know, the rule of thumb, I guess, would be if you've waited this long, what's another week? <clears throat> oh well. Well, because people going back to work and stuff like that is probably one of the other reasons, too. Uh, so you got all that. Oh, for. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if yeah, you can't. Or you, waited, if, or you waited this long, why wait? Why not? Yes, this is the yeah, way. Yeah, and I this think everyone, way. I don't care if you're working on a I bank, feel if you work on the truck. I feel compelled. I got my hair cut right before, right? It's been six weeks, and I'm all brambling back, and I feel compelled to get a haircut. I had grown facial hair. I had a goatee fully. I shaved that yesterday. Uh, I'm clean shaven again. Uh, but I feel compelled. I think that you have six weeks. This is my theory. Okay, let's say for this week of haircuts, it's 300 to 400% of capacity. That's what, there's three times as many people trying to get a haircut this week. Right. Okay, easy, easy. And they're restricted. So, but I think maybe they don't have any slow periods, so that'll be like, they may be able to satisfy half of that. So next week it'll be 150%, right? And then, so for guys, how often do guys get their hair cut? Some, you know, some go maybe every three, I think once a month. That's about right, I think, once a month. Once a month, sometimes a little longer. And I, uh, so this week and halfway through next week, it's going to be busy as fuck. And then. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Everyone's rushing in there to get yeah. it done. So all these guys are going to be on the same cycle. The guys, not the girls. Like for girls, it doesn't really matter because they got people that go in every week, right? People that do every two weeks, women do it every three months. Women can grow their hair long. So, you know, there's all sorts of things with women, right? Right. So what you're saying is because the guys are going to be all rushing in there in a short period of time, business is going to taper back off. It's going to be so cyclical for the next six months. It's you know, that so could be soon. true. It's going to space out. It's going to space out eventually, just a normal variance in swing. But it's going to be the first two months is going to be so cyclical. You know? So uh, right now I just got it. It's, it's synced up almost like, um, did you ever, you know that? You, and this is misogynistic. And I realize it's false, but it's called the McClintock effect, named after a psychologist named Martha McClintock who did a study in 1971 on women's menstrual cycles that when it, now her study was <laughs> that women when they're in close proximity to each other for uh, a sustained amount of time that their menstrual cycles uh, can go into sync right now this really claim, yeah, yeah and that was and people have used it uh, you know, he cited it as a fact. And it's actually the, um, there's been studies disproving it. You know, by, it was finally in like 2013, they disproved the fact that the women's <coughs> menstrual cycles, menstrual cycles, menstrual, like it's a show in the early 20th century where menstrual, <laughs> menstrual show. No, menstrual cycle. Uh, yeah, they use up. red face. Yeah, yeah. But no, but guys are now synced up with their, they're, they're synced up. So it's right now, it's the 10th of May. So it's going to be the 10th of June. And then right around uh, July 4th, all the way through. So I'm, I'm wagering that the best time to get a haircut will be the week before Memorial Day right now. Right. And I, I, I realize being a, a I re, I'm not that egotistical. I realize it's my issue getting a haircut. I'm sure people aren't freaking out. But I like to have my haircut because it's neater. And I, supposedly we're going to, I don't want to say, but we're going to, in a couple in a sh very short time, the restaurant I'm working in will be opening up, and I want to be ready for that. So, um, did you try? Now, you didn't mention what anything. You, you said you, you mentioned your coffee and stuff. Where do you, where do you get your haircut? You wear your hair short. How do you how do you get your where do you get your well, haircut? Do see, it's I, easy don't for tell me. me where you get your haircut. Do, do you go to someone's I'm not going to tell you. Do you get your but do that you go last to someone's place? House? You, no, no. The last place you mentioned that you went is is normally where I go. Um, that young Hispanic lady. If I don't go there, uh -huh. see, it's easy for me. If I'm if I'm in a in a spot where I need to get my hair cut, and I don't want to have to go there, and plus I'm cheap. So if there's an excuse not to spend money, I'll have my partner get the clippers because my hair is easy. It's a one and a half. 
clipper job uh-huh. all around my head. So it's done. It's just buzz my head and uh, but a boom boom. I didn't mean it that way, but with the clippers on the top of my cabeza. And uh, it's a it's a simple <laughs> process of shaving the head, and I'm done. Little trim here and there. Uh, so to me, it's it's uh, and of course I'm retired, and when I work, it's part time. It's 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 uh, it's cyclical. It's it's you know it's four months here and it's three months there during the year, and uh, so I'm never under that crunch of having like I was when I was a police officer. Uh-huh. When I was a police officer, I was getting a haircut every two weeks. Like you, I didn't want to face the public. Um, you know, anyone in uniform should at least care about not having a shabby head of hair. So I was much more conscious about it then. Not so uh-huh. much now. And, and it's much easier. Have you seen any interesting haircuts since then? I just got a message as we were speaking from our, from the, um, uh, oh my God, I can get, I have an appointment. <laughs> Is your hair salon? Yeah, no, the woman that cut my hair. Yes. Yes, I can come in. Oh, well, there you go. Talk about it. Wow. I'm going to, I'm Kismet. just saying it. I, I just got it. Oh, thank you, Darla. Tomorrow at 1130. There you go. Oh, See? man. I'm getting it. Don't have to worry about it no more. Well, I wasn't. Oh, my I goodness. I was worried. Do you know that? I'll just go. Uh, wow, well, that's. But I have seen some interesting haircuts, though. I mean, and yeah. usually it's uh, I've seen interesting hair as a lack of haircut. There's been some shaggy heads out there. Uh-huh. And, um, and then, of course, when people are out of work. They don't necessarily shave every day. So uh-huh. I think overall people people are kind of scruffy, and that's fine. I mean, Oh, my God. I think I got the wrong woman. <laughs> oh, geez. It doesn't look like the same person. You sure it's, it's not like... your proctologist? Oh, that's her. She looks <laughs> older in this picture. Wait, is that her? Oh, that's her. Okay, good. Oh, God. I was going to go. Not, you know... I wasn't saying that I'm not a prude or anything about this stuff. Uh, or what do you call it? A dilettante. That would be a dilettante. Um, but this woman cut my hair great. So I've ever, you know, you got, you got bad haircuts before, right? Oh, for sure. I went to this guy. Um, <laughs> I, did, I mentioned this on a previous podcast. He was a, a assistant chef at the restaurant I worked at. And then all of a sudden I go to um, Manny's. Right, you know Manny's. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, and he's there, and this is a couple of years ago. He's not there anymore, and I get the worst haircut I've gotten since I was like, Christ, oh, well, a couple of years, a couple of years, and then and when I was very young, when the guy cut, you know, actually nicked my ear, <laughs> which is probably my oh fault. yeah, that always hurts. And uh, this guy, I go like this. I said, holy shit, man. I'm paying. I'm paying. I used to go. Oh, in the 90s, I used to go to a barber school for haircuts. <laughs> holy shit. You never, yeah, I tell you, you never I know what you're going to get. I must have been very cocky. It was right. I was single. I was meeting girls and stuff. And I was getting my haircut. 
at a barber's school. I go out at night and spend sixty bucks, sixty bucks uh, in booze back in the nineties, which is a lot of money. A lot yeah. of money back then. And uh, uh, thirty. And I'm going to I'm going to a barber school to get my haircut for five for a five dollar haircut. I couldn't spend ten bucks. You know, ten bucks. I'm going like this. I go, what the hell? Why the hell was I so cheap? Especially if I knew that what I knew now, I would have like now is the time for me to get a five dollar haircut. Exactly. I'm done. I'm taken. I'm taken now. I would have gone back. I, there was a place I went. I used to go to this other place. There were some good-looking girls worked there. I used to go there to get my hair cut. I used to go there for a little trim, let's say. And I dated a, a couple girls that uh, did that. But, uh, I mean, I always thought if a girl liked you, she'd cut your hair well. And, uh, but this guy this guy butchered my hair. And they and they, the barber schools, yeah, of course they're going to do it. They let you go up there and say, well, it's, what are you going to do? It's $5. You know, and like, <laughs> What did you expect? Oh, of course. I expected. I went to. I, I expect there'd be some kind of quality control. You know. I didn't expect. Yeah, maybe to, not. Huh? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect them to give me uh, the the uh, the Hitler style. Um, yeah. Okay. You you ever read uh, Reddit, Joe? Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T. No, I've heard of it. I just not, I don't go on there and read. Yeah, yeah. Well, people go. I've seen I've seen articles. I've seen articles in various places from Reddit. But go ahead. This is awesome. This was one. It was um, well. First of all, uh, the person that posted on Reddit, they posted and they posted. Oh, it's funny. They almost got it perfect. They screwed up. Because their phone has, they it shows a screenshot, right? And their phone has ten percent of their battery power left, right? And okay. the posting is at one eleven a.m. One eleven, and I I can see they tried to time it probably eleven percent and one one eleven a.m. It would have been eleven all the way across, but I just yeah. noticed that. I just noticed that right now. Um, okay, so this was, this one's called Waffle House, okay? My boyfriend, who's 29 years old, uh, my boyfriend who's 29 years old, and I'm 29 years old, keeps getting into fights with a cook at Waffle House. That's how it starts out. And okay, it's, it's going to be a little long, but it's well worth it, Joe. It's well worth it. I'm just going to hear you okay. say, okay. Say, I want to hear you say, okay, every so often, because sometimes you get cut off by the, the internet, you know, by my shitty connection. And no, keep going. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We met and started dating when we were both in graduate school, but I dropped out to go back to college to pursue, pursue a different career. I assume she meant go back for my bachelor's in a different career line. Uh, yeah, we are probably. both finished now and live together, making a fairly nice combined income. Uh, I think just from that nuance of the whole thing, why did she have to describe that they were in graduate school and then she decided to go back to school for a different line, which after pursuing another bachelor's degree, uh, I thought that made it 
more ring true, the story ring true. Because the rest of the story, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Our income is relevant because we could, we could afford to eat uh, somewhere nice when we're out and about. But he always wants breakfast food. When he was a child, his dad w- couldn't stand eating breakfast-type food in the afternoon or evenings. So his mom would make him waffles uh, slash pancakes, eggs, and bacon in the evening whenever his dad was busy or out of town. It's a wonderful okay. and safe memory for him. And when he goes to his happy place, in quotation marks, happy place, he says that's where he always likes to go. Okay, I don't, I don't know what that is. Um, so my boyfriend is an incredibly nice and caring person. He's emotionally tuned in to everyone and recognizes a, ra- a rising issues a long time before they occur. Right. Okay. He, he loves animals. He is kind and gentle with every bug, bird, and pet that he comes across. He almost always <laughs> willing to turn the other cheek in social situations where someone tries to insult him or get aggressive towards him. And usually winds up diffusing. I think they spell diffusing the wrong way, like diffusing a bomb. Um, the situ- they didn't spell it D-E-F. Okay. The situation, having a productive discussion about whatever the issue was, except at the Waffle House. Okay. Anytime, out, anytime we're out, he wants to go to the same goddamn Waffle House and get breakfast food. And remember that, what I said, the, the same goddamn Waffle House, okay? Because this will play into the comments. Okay. okay. I'm not a big eater, so I used to not really care. I would just drink coffee and read my book while he enjoyed his food. Read my book while he enjoyed his food. Wouldn't she fucking be talking to him just while he's eating? She's reading a book while he's eating? You can't have a discussion yeah. while you're eating? Especially breakfast. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. Okay. But that became impossible once he and this one cook started chirping at each other every time we went there. Okay. Uh, The boyfriend complained about his eggs one time because he likes them a little runny and they were served hard. The cook responded by giving him scrambled eggs. When he brought it, uh, when he brought it up again, the cook served him two hard boiled eggs. I think it was just part of the cook's stick. It was kind of funny, by the way. But my boyfriend wasn't able to laugh at it. When we left, he was kind of, he was in kind of a bad mood, but he didn't really talk about it. Okay. The next week, we were out getting some shopping done, and he wanted to go to, wa- to Waffle House again. I suggested that we try a different place, or at least a different Waffle House location. But he only wanted the same Waffle House. We went in and sat down, and once again, the same cook served his eggs wrong. My boyfriend sort of snapped at him that he wasn't interested in messing around and just wanted the correct eggs. The cook then served him a piece of toast with a hole cut out in the middle with that fried egg in it. My boyfriend got really (laughs) mad and threw the egg toast at the cook, which made the cook come out from behind the bar and throw it back at him. You know how Waffle House is. It has that long bar, and there's no, like, their cooking takes place behind the counter. And, yeah, so he came out from behind the bar and threw it back at him. They ended up sort of wrestling, fighting, until my boyfriend was like, this is bullshit, and walked out. Nobody got hurt, 
but the few other people in there were watching and laughing a bit. This is the crazy part, colon. My boyfriend keeps going back and ordering eggs and getting into fistfights with the same cook. Yeah. It's almost a ritual at this point. My boyfriend orders runny eggs. The cook serves him some other version of eggs. And then they beat the shit out of each other. I quit going with him after the second fight, but he kept going by himself. They're like Peter and the giant chicken from the family guy. It's the weirdest thing. They have physically fought like six or seven times over this. Okay, listen to this. I tried to talk to him about it a few times, but he keeps saying it's a matter of principle. I've told him to talk to the manager or something like that, but he just waves me off. Apparently, that cook hasn't yet made him the correct runny eggs. But it's like he spends a week learning new ways of preparing eggs to piss off my boyfriend. The thing is, we're getting married this summer. This is great. This is great. He accepted a job in a new city. And it'll be easy for me to find work after the wedding. I don't know how that... What, so we'll be able to... Uh, we'll be moving away from his sworn enemy, Waffle House guy. He hasn't been out since quarantine started. But it wouldn't surprise me if that first place he goes to when restaurants open up for sitting customers. That's the first place he goes to when it opens up. But my main worry is this strange, vindictive side of him I've never seen before that leads him to fight the same guy every week. The violence itself is an issue for me, but the obsession over it almost bothers me more. Okay, now she winds up. Should I be worried about this side of him will come up later in our marriage? How do I get him to open up about this? Is this type of obsession a choice, or is it indicative of something deeper? And that's the way it ended. Okay? Now, there's a whole bunch of things with that story. That And um, so here are some of the comments. And the comments were as fucking good as the whole story. Okay. Okay, one guy says, uh, everyone involved in this story is a psychopath. I'd suggest that you invite the cook to the wedding and the honeymoon. <laughs> um, if two men fight, there's another one. If two men fight once, it's a 50-50 chance they'll become best friends. If they fight five or six times, they are. They're best friends, and they're, they admire each other's warrior spirit. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, this is a good one. Clearly... He should be marrying, marrying the cook. That kind of passion is inescapable. <laughs> okay, this is one. I would totally. This is me. I would totally go to that Waffle House. Okay, I wrote that in there. Uh, yeah, no, this story is very believable. Clearly, you don't know the Waffle House. <laughs> I like okay, now this person says, "Buy the wa- buy the Waffle House, cook his eggs, and then." Uh, right after, make passionate love on one of the tables. This person oh, proposes that the cook is his father, and he's fighting with the fact that dad is still not letting him eat breakfast for lunch. And dinner. <laughs> Some dude writes, he goes, the cook should cater the wedding. <laughs> okay, now I like this guy here because he, uh, this level of naggy, hyper-observant woman the would-be psychologist types are the worst. He does everything right, 
Then he gets blasted for having an arch enemy. Superman would be very disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) And then this other person writes, you're supposed to fight at the Waffle House. (laughs) Another guy very supportive. Girls girls always have to overthink every little thing. (laughs) Oh, I like this one. A woman writes this. He seems too good for you. You should leave him. (laughs) And this woman writes, Oh, man. All I could say, girl, make sure you make his eggs right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Can you? Nah. nah, It says, nah, this nuts one. Nah, your boyfriend is a human Seinfeld episode. Yeah. That's it. I mean, there there was 500 comments or something like that about it. But. Um, it reminded me that guy over a space of weeks or months, he's been fighting this guy. There was a, um, are you a Star Trek fan, original Star Trek fan? Oh yeah. There was an episode, uh, where, uh, these, um, two entities show up on the Enterprise and they're both similar they're the opposite of each other and they're destined to fight each other throughout eternity. Oh, I remember that one. Remember that? And they show them in their, I, they show them in that bolt, you know, the real bad late 1960s special effect. You see them in a, uh, yeah. a negative uh, picture thing, wrestling each other outside the view screen of the Star Trek. And then this is what, <laughs> this is fucking what they do for the rest of eternity. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like a Greek it's almost like a Greek tragedy. Yeah. If okay, so if this is made up, this person is a comedy genius, right? But and it seems like they may have thrown in some of the facts about themselves. You know? And then walking it back with should I be worried of this behavior of it? To open up about it? Should I find out about it? Is this indicative of something deeper? And you know, a couple of these, uh, the less funny ones is goes, oh, these guys are gay and they're just hot for each other and they get into fights. Oh, there was a couple. I made a Fight Club re- uh, reference. You know Fight Club, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and and uh, I thought I made it. You know, it was hundreds of comments and I thought I was a, a smart enough to mention Fight Club. And then I read, I'm doing reading to get this uh, uh, these comments. And fuck, after I made the comment, I look in there, I said the first rule, hey, you screwed the first rule, uh, uh, fight club. There is no fight club. And some guy, some guy did it already. Some guy did it already. Fucking, you know, it's always a thing. Yeah, well, but unless you're like the number two person to comment, stuff like that, you can never be sure. Stuff like that. No, like 500 people. But read it, read it is the best place for it some of them there's a, a story about a guy and this one was a uh i don't know if i read on reddit yeah well, i think it was on reddit um he uh was dating this girl and he said the girl wouldn't see her and i'm not going to do the whole thing with thing i'm going to paraphrase it he was dating this girl and a whole bunch of times he she would go off on her own he'd see her like one day every other week, right? Or two days, you know, sometimes a couple days together. 
and uh, then he he finds out he he's calling her one time, and when he calls her, one time another guy picks up, and he says, and the guy says, "Who are you calling?" He said, "Well, I'm calling my girlfriend. Who are you?" He says, "This is my girlfriend. We've been going out for four months," and the guy says, "I've been going out for seven months, right?" And they start talking to each other and stuff like that. And the guy says, listen, I can prove it's my girlfriend here. He showed a picture of her Facebook page. He goes, that's the girl I'm dating. And he goes, but that's not her Facebook page. Right? She created. Okay. Okay. This is the story. She created two dummy Facebook. Not two dummy. They're each real. But one incorporates one boyfriend. The other incorporates another boyfriend with different friends. Right? Oh, my God. weird. You know, they, I don't, I don't know how the hell you do it because, you know, you only have a certain amount of friends and you have girls that you'd have to keep all your girlfriends separate too, right? I think it, I mean, I've done, I've, I've, uh, so what they did is they, uh, these guys met over a cup of coffee. Uh, Well, guy was angry in the beginning, but then they decided to confront her and they confronted her and when they confronted her, she's. Um, she got a little pissed off and then she went into the opposite room took the guy's PlayStation and threw it through his big screen television and uh, and they threatened to call the cops and all that stuff they wouldn't let her go they forced her to explain herself first you know that's when she got angry and then uh, eventually, she admits she has two other boyfriends. Right? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so... <clears throat> so what happens is these guys go and uh, get on there and they uh, they do a little sleuthing and they uncover the other boyfriends of, of Facebook's uh, page and Twitter name. Which I think is kind of I, that's when I thought it was kind of ridiculous right there. That was kind of impossible. And then they, you know, uh, sent the video. One guy videoed her going apeshit in the house, explaining she had uh, said all men are misogynists, they're pigs, they're rapists, and all that stuff. And they posted it on her first Facebook pages, right? And okay. on the other boyfriend's Facebook pages. And supposedly, the other, and they contacted the other boyfriend's. And supposedly the other boyfriends broke up with her, right? But you know, there'd always be like one guy you go like this. I'm just happy to have a girlfriend, right? <laughs> you know, and if there were four of them, one of them would have one of them would have been pussy enough to stay, right? So yeah, probably. Yeah, and I mean, I would have, I wouldn't have been that one because this image, the image about it. So um, she had a good stick going, or the whole story was good. But I, I just couldn't believe it because I dated three girls at one time, right? Two of them, two of them were married, right? Okay. So they weren't, they weren't, uh, and, hey, okay, don't be quick to judge, uh, listeners, okay? It's just, you know, I was single <laughs> at that time and they would have, uh, it wasn't the first time and, they, you know, I did not break up their marriage. They were doing, they were going to do this anyway. Right, and I, I was dating one. I dated one. I was going out seeing one, and while she was making a phone call outside or something, 
this other one came in and I met the girl who wasn't seeing somebody else. And so I had three going at the same time. And uh, that was, and two of them were married, so they barely, they didn't, they didn't pop in, they didn't pop over my place. I told them that was, you know, listen, I can't pop over your place. You can't pop over my place. Right? That's yeah, I think so. That would be the rule. That's the rule. You know, I can't, I'm not going to go and do that to you. You're not going to do it to me. And, you know, so, but uh, I thought that was impossible. I thought it was impossible. Four, four boyfriends, none of them married. You know, are you kidding me? Nah, <clears throat> nah, let's, listen, I don't think it's impossible um, at all. Why not? Why not create these uh, bogus profiles? Well, you know, all she would need to do is meet guys that live in, you know, maybe not so much the same area of a town. And it'd have to, and well, she'd, she'd a, have to change her name slightly. Like Katie, Katie, K A T E Y, Kate, K, I mean, K, uh, K A T E, and K A T I E. I'm not saying her name was, or Kathleen, you know what I mean? Right. Kat. <laughs> You know, my name's Kat. I mean, that's the part because the way you look it up, the name, unless she used her middle name on one and her last name in the other, it's just, I, it's untenable. It's too much fucking work. Oh, no, no. It would be a lot of work. Can you imagine juggling four different personalities, four different sets of memory banks that go with each of those guys, as well as probably a different set of friends? Yeah, I come never. Along I, with those. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely. I mean, obviously, I'm 56, 57 now, so I would. Uh, that would be almost impossible for me to do now. Almost impossible. Oh fuck! I mean, that's too much like work. No, what I meant is, I wouldn't remember. I would you know, call each other the wrong names and shit like that. And I know guys did it. I mean, fucking remember those stories? You always hear every so often. There's people that have two different families. Oh yeah, there was a movie. But those are usually the movie for the Mr. Fabulous, the Amazing Mr. Pennypacker. I think it was. But those aren't those normally in different cities. Yeah, different cities, but they're maintaining families. Yeah, which is which is bizarre, Jim. That's just that's a whole different level there. Families, holy shit! I mean, how many split personalities you need? I mean, you know how it, were you and Damon, me and Abby, and it's, I mean, how would I? God, you know these people talk about you know that this is my home wife and this is my work wife, you know? Yeah. Meaning, not even that you're having a more relationship other than a friendship with somebody. Oh, come on, no, that's your friend. You know, fake. I mean. I I I get a headache thinking about it, but I love a good story. It would make a um, obviously there's comedians that tell these stories about people. There's this guy Tom Segura who talks about his interactions with his doctor, who's really abusive. You know. Okay. This is really great bit. He showed up the first time. You know, his doctor. Second time his doctor came in, he goes, "Oh, look at him." Oh my God! 
he looks at his chart, and the first thing he says is, um, and it sounds, you know, when a comedian tells something, it's an embellished story. You know? Right. I, the reason I think I don't have as many stories is I try not to embellish as much, and I realize I should embellish more. You know? I had to write a radio play and admit it was embellished in order to make up that. So, inspired, I should, like, Law and Order, in the beginning of it, I should say, inspired by new event. But I, I, I digress. Tom Seguro, the guy comes in, and uh, the doctor says, oh, my God, you're the fattest patient I've seen all day. And the guy says, it's only 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> he goes, well, like that. And then he goes, <laughs> and, and then he goes, hey, your weight's 245. The last time you came in, it was 237. That's not exactly losing weight. You know, the doctor's saying, and he, he says he's being a dick the whole time. And I go like this, no way, no way. And he says all this other shit about his, um, to him. And finally, he looks at his chart and he goes, you're married? And, 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 uh, the guy Tom Segura says, "Yeah, I'm married." He goes, uh, "Um," and he says, "I thought you were gay." And he goes, "Well, how did you think I was gay? And why would you say that?" And he goes, "I wrote it on a chart." <laughs> and he he says, "Coming to forty, you know, thirty eight years old, probably gay." And he's looking at the chart. He wrote it down on the chart too. And he said all these other things, these muscle muscle enzymes. And he says, so you want something for your hair loss? And he goes, no. What do you mean? You know, like that. And um, all this stuff. He says he's like uh, he's seeing Tom Rickles. Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Who, right. The that died. But I love these stories. And they're they're embellished. I mean, the people hear these stories, almost all of them. And I've, I've seen it on Facebook. There's the, um, the Oorang... There's a story of a ghost ship. You ever hear a story of a ghost ship? They found uh, yeah. all these people in the 1940s. The the crew found dead and all this stuff. And people swear it's a Ripley's Believe It or Not story. Right. And Ripley's Believe It or Not, you know what? Automatically go to the or not. Yeah. Because exactly. they're telling you. They're saying, believe it or not. Well, we're not saying these stories are true. You can believe it or not. Now, Guinness Book of Records, Guinness Book of Records, you got to believe it. Because if they didn't do it, they don't verify it, then Guinness is, everything's false in Guinness, right? But it isn't. Ripley's, believe it or not, to say, you know, Mary Flanagan of Dublin, Ireland, gave birth to 84 children. You know, believe it or not. Not. Because it's impossible to give birth to 84 kids without being dead. You know? Do you, are you disagreeing with me? or just, I don't hear you. No, no. But, you know, Ripley started when it started. That was, uh, it was like the uh, National Enquirer of the day. Um, it was obviously pure entertainment value. But yeah, a sideshow. It was a bearded woman. It, it was a sideshow. It was like a, almost like a circus act. Yeah. And, you know, people enjoyed it. It was what it was. You can go to the Ripley's, you know, they call them Ripley's Museums. Mm-hmm. But you can go to a Ripley's, believe it or not. They have them several places in the States. 
and and they're fun, but they're clearly contrived, and yeah. there's nothing. What's but, the one you thing know, you see when you go to the one here in Key West? Oh, you know, I've never been to the one in Key West. The one out, well, you walk by it, haven't you? Probably, but have I missed something? Yeah, yeah, there's a barrel with a faucet over it. An unattached faucet. But with water running out, it's just the spigot. It's just the spigot. Right. And there's a stream of water coming out. But it it looks like the spigot is freestanding, right? Right. And I guess it's for people that are high or (laughs) seven-year-olds. Right. Why well, is the uh, is is the water tube translucent? Is that is that the whole thing? Well, it's inside the it's inside the uh, stream of water runs up the center. Right. If you follow the stream, of, it wherever the water stream of water is, that's where the the two the pipes coming up, and it's attached. Right. The, 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 the spigot is attached to the tube of water that's inside of the stream. So if you turned off the water, you just see that, oh, well, it's attached to the thing. You know, but, I mean, I mean, how many people look at it? I mean, it's got to be a – it's got to be like if you're dating a girl for the first time or a guy, right, and you question their intelligence, right, you should just walk them straight to the closest Ripley's, believe it or not. Do you think, what do you yeah, think that's, of that? You know, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think of that? And they go, well, that's amazing. I can't, I don't know what, how could that be? And you go, well, yeah, well I'm going to give you an hour. We're going to stand here and, or a half hour. And, and then at the end, I'll go and say, listen, I'm going to go and use the bathroom. And that's and then leave. Just, just walk away. <laughs> just walk away. And leave them standing in front of the spigot, staring at the yeah, spigot. That's going to be the picture. Public... I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to what I'm going to do use for a picture, but I'm going to go the uh, the freestanding spigot. That'll be please is like a, a real low level, you know, really not well thought out for the most part magic show. You know, you can go to certain magic shows. We've seen them, like the ones in Las Vegas and the ones they have on TV, where you really go, "Holy shit! How did you do that?" Uh huh. But Ripley's is not on that level. Ripley's yeah. is like, like I'm saying, it's like a comic book. You know, yeah. kids kids like it. It's you know, like they like Mad Magazine. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, but I mean, even I don't know. You know, if you can make all your money on, because some of the things they show is for more adult stuff, right? Right, they're not for five-year-olds and six-year-olds. Uh, Ripley's. No, but consider when Ripley's uh, started. Of course, it wasn't just for children. Yeah. There were people that were like ooh and and eyeing and like, oh, there we go. Oh, you know, it was. There's a Ripley. We're talking. Of, yeah, I'm just I'm just saying that Ripley's. Even though it, what is it like a hundred years, more or less, when it started, and. Yeah. I guess what we're saying is there's just as many stupid fucking people today that are amused by it as there were then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they're – well, they listen to uh, – they're Alex Jones. Uh, they listen to Alex Jones followers now. 
Yeah, they probably buy his vitamins too. Plandemic people. So uh, right now, I well, I think we covered it, man. We did 50 minutes. Good job, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, if you're still, are you going away anywhere next week? No, no. There's no no travel in the near future. Okay. I will uh, keep you up to date on what's going on with the uh, the catch. And but uh, I think when it starts up, we're probably well. We could probably still do two if it, if it's all right with you. We could do two two a week. What do you think? Yeah, I think we can manage to do that. Yeah, I'm going to try to keep up at two or three because we're right around the corner from it's. This is episode two eighty two. And wow. I think mid-June we're going to be at episode 300. i got to figure out something. Oh, and uh, just so you know, I, I'm in contact. I'm going to uh, be in contact with uh, – I have been in contact with the people from the uh, adult uh, – the Lover's Boutique. How's that going? Good. They want to do They want to do the show. Oh, <laughs> Finally. Good. Yep. I think that'll be the fun. Show. I think we'll change it. Well, because if they go back a couple episodes, they don't hear anything outrageous anymore. Hopefully they don't see that. Uh, but you know what? I think the reason why they didn't want to do it the first time is because they didn't think they could say Cochrane. You know, these are this is a health thing and all that stuff. And I said, oh, you can say a lot worse than that. We can say everything you have in a store, what it's for, and you go in details on what it's used for. You can say all that stuff. So we're, we're, we're going to do that. It's probably going to be on a Sunday sometime. I'll make sure you know well ahead of time. Okay? Definitely do it on the Lord's Day. Well, you know, if, you know, if you're Jewish, Saturday's the Lord's Day. But so it doesn't really matter. That's true. Muslim, it's Friday. Well, we'll do it on the okay. Okay, so Hey, really man, I, I'm all for Sunday. In fact, yeah. I don't think I'll do it on any other day but a Sunday. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to sign out. Thank you. Say goodbye, Joe. Oh, bye, everybody. Okay. Here we go. Hey, uh, take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm playing the music right now, Joe. Okay, Joe. Are we good? Hold on.